Welcome to Tiny Awakenings, where I, your host, Reagan Williams, share my unedited aha moments, offering solutions to life's problems or new interpretations of the typical. Essentially, I'm sharing with you verbal journal entries I've recorded over the past year in hopes that only one of us has to go through tough situations to learn these simple lessons. But hey, maybe we're learning and growing together. And for that, I thank you. Today's unedited tiny awakening is about recognizing that maybe we as a society need to hold more space for the emotional capacity of men and boys. Taking collective responsibility to give men permission to be vulnerable, advocating for men's mental health care, and confront how we are treating the men and boys in our own lives. Hmm. Let's listen. I really believe that men get the crap end of the stick when it comes to emotional support. Men who um, who outlive their wives pass away sooner statistically. And one of the reasons or correlations is that they don't have the same support women do after their husbands pass. It's easier for us, you know, as a society, when I say us, to disregard men's grief because we're told this story our whole lives that men aren't as emotional as women and that they're stronger and tougher. Not only do I think that that's sexist and goes against, you know, my ideas as a feminist, it's cruel. Without emotional support and care for young men, like there are just so many things that, that I think create and uplift this patriarchal society that, that produce these emotionally unintelligent, detached, unself-aware men, like, Withholding emotional care from, from young men and boys doesn't just make them quote unquote stronger. It steals the development of emotional intelligence. It makes them weak minded about the ways that they care for themselves. Um, and how to recognize other people's pain and how to be support to other people. It doesn't just create an independent person. It creates emotional isolation. You know, like, stop crying, a.k.a. you're not allowed to show your emotions so you can learn to lie to yourself and other people about how you really feel until you're tough like a real man and don't know how to properly express yourself to other people, let alone women. You know, the... Stop crying. You're acting like a a sissy. Not only are you weak, queerness is weak. I'm stripping away your heterosexuality because that's what makes a real man strong. Women are weak. (laughs) You're acting like people who are weaker than us. Be a man. Stop acting like a sissy. Those are all the messages that we give young men and boys. Masculinity and the way that we teach men how to be men, to be masculine is inhumane. It lacks 
Um, it, it lacks self-awareness, has little opportunity for real depth, and is isolated from consistent emotional care. And to me, it stunts their character development. Like, women are more mature. Like, we mature faster because we're allowed to feel what we feel. And we oftentimes handle each other with much more care, compassion, and intention. Um, and I truly believe that just amongst ourselves, right? We, and we do that in defense of the patriarchy, of course. But the patriarchy, like white supremacy, like heteronormativity, is hurting the same people who gain the most privilege from it. And I'm wholeheartedly going to stand beside that, that belief. Y'all, let's really, really get into this because I don't know what provoked this initial recording. Uh, I have some men in my life that I'm getting closer to, but... Most of the folks that I interact with just generally, professionally, personally, people like in outside of my immediate family are mostly women. I've created sisterhoods with folks in my community and through sorority. I indulge in the presence of women. And I also know that there are like distinct differences in how men have been able to express themselves to me and feel a certain level of uh, safety with me. I recognize that a lot of men have not felt safe with me. And perhaps that's what provoked um, this kind of like me just (laughs) recording this whenever I recorded it. Um, But I'm still holding that like space And that critique in myself to ask myself, okay, how am I showing up for the men in my life? Because I know that it's less likely that they are getting emotional support from their other friends or their other family members that is substantial in a way that isn't isolating, isn't leaving them feeling lonely or um, struggling with things that other folks are struggling with and they're just doing it out on an island. And to think that that's being replicated millions and possibly billion times over is really devastating to me. And not only do I want to take a little bit more responsibility in how I take care of the just general, I don't care who you are and um, but how I take care of the people in my life, but that this is also contributing to the things, the very things that I'm um, trying to dismantle um, as a feminist, right? And that's why I brought that up. And I know that folks are probably going to be like, what? Like, what does she mean that um, this emotional isolation goes against who she is as a feminist? What I mean is when I say that I'm a feminist or I'm a womanist is that I believe in gender equality, And I want a society where we can all thrive and be who the heck we are and express ourselves in a way that feels authentic to us and isn't so like tied into this social construct of what degree of masculinity and femininity that we are supposed to display. No matter what genitals we have, no matter what we look like on the outside, um, just giving and honoring who we are um, and who 
the universe kind of cultivated, uh, cultivated us to be, right? In a way that's like authentic and beautiful. So beautiful. And what's really scary, I think about uh, the idea that men don't have this deep field, an array of emotions, is that it strips away a bit of their humanity. And that's just not the case. I think they have this large field of emotions, like every human being on on this entire planet does and is capable of, you know, you're not sociopath or all these other mental, you know, let me not nerd out. Anywho, um, I see this like large grid and what we are able to talk to folks about, right? Like these emotions that we're allowed to express and to show and to ground ourselves in, to indulge in. And I see that being so much smaller and that field of like view for other people being so shrunken down and minimal for boys. Like they start learning like, oh, I can't show that I'm like super excited or somebody's going to call me gay. I can't show that I'm like super sad or somebody's going to call me weak. And I think that field of what's visible to the rest of the world, because it's still there, trust me, um, a lot of statistics like suicide and mental health issues are pretty level across gender. It's just what we see, right? So I think that field of like visibility just gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And we're also already dealing with this epidemic of, of loneliness and how emotionally trapped I can only imagine that a lot of men feel. And I think that's why um, this like backlash, especially like I wanted to have this conversation on my podcast because there's so many men just putting out all of this toxic energy through this um, source of media. But I really, I want to take onus on what we can do as, you know, potential mothers and like thinking about, um, and I say, listen, I'm, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm not pregnant and I'm not about to be pregnant anytime soon. Probably never, um, crossing my fingers and toes that I'm never carrying a child, but I do want to be a mom. And I'm thinking like, who am I like setting myself up to be to accomplish like that goal? And how can I make uh, someone else's life like just this beautiful thing that they get to experience that's that's outside of what was normal for me, um, but can nurture whoever the heck that this person is um, and kind of like help them navigate like who they are. <laughs> and uh, I think a lot of people just haven't, or a lot of men just haven't been able to really ask themselves those type of questions and um, kind of propel like all of that negative like energy of like, oh, I'm not allowed to be this or that because other people are that, other people are carrying those emotions, other people are this, 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 this and the other. And I think that's what's happening in this like podcast space is this like projection of all of the things that have been weighing them down and isolating them and like kind of like creating this like small narrow idea of like what a man is supposed to be. So they're trying to do that in, in the other form of like making this small narrow idea of what women are supposed to be. Um, and we just collect, we just got to do better. And I also felt like this was an appropriate tiny awakening that's becoming a little bit longer 
because of my conversation with um, Aaron Yearwood, uh, who is a substance abuse counselor in episode three, who focuses on mental mental health care for men primarily um, through his practice, right? And I just want to uplift that and say that that's very, very important. Um, and it should be more important to more people who have more men in their lives, who have primary partners, who are men, who have sons and, and brothers and fathers and cousins and have made their own um, brotherhoods and have a good network of men in their lives the way that I have a good network of women in my life. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on IG at tiny.awakenings or use the link in the show notes to connect. So many of you have reached out to me about how much you're enjoying the show, but please leave reviews and ratings wherever you're listening. The more reviews I have, the more folks will stumble across the show. And we want that, right? (laughs) Nevertheless, I am enjoying hearing your stories and reflections any way that I can get them. See you next month, March 23rd, for the next batch of Tiny Awakenings, or scroll back through and catch up. Thank you for listening. I'm sending you peace, love, and a little light.